Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. Pray over the Word and we'll get started today. Lord, we do thank you for your Word, that your Word is always fresh and it's always good. And Lord, it always brings encouragement to us and we just open our hearts to receive from you today. We thank you, Father God, for ministering by your Spirit that this on this special day, Father. We just give you all the glory. It's all about you. In Jesus' name, praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, so we've been doing a series on uh, uh, Holy Night, and so I'm, this is going to actually be the message on Holy Night. We talked about uh, that the Messiah uh, came, the Messiah um, and, and is still today ministering just as he, when he came up on the earth, is still ministering today to each one of us. And thank God we serve a God that's alive and he's not dead. Amen. And so that's good. But today I want to share just a little bit about, you know, we sing the song, O Holy Night. Is, is that verbiage in Scripture? Do we see it in, in Scripture? No. Not in the context of what what it uh, in that verbiage of, of a holy night but we know that this was a song that was written because it was a holy night and so we're going to talk just a little bit about that this morning so I want to uh, read a little bit to you I have um, some things uh, to share concerning that have you ever wondered where that song came from ever wonder where it got its origination and what what's behind that and everything uh, so I did, and so I kind of got to starting researching a little bit. So I'm going to read you uh, 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 some uh, literature here on that. Uh, no, no doubt many of us has held the delight of hearing, have had the delight of hearing a beautiful tune in a sanctuary or on the radio near this time of Christmas. Um, but when we, what we do know about the origin and story of how this song came about the song was composed by a French uh, poet, Placid Caprice, in fact, uh, or in, in uh, 1843. And in this article, we discover the beautiful meaning behind the song and how he came to write the lyrics and how God can use any, anyone, being a Jewish musician, be it a Jewish musician or a man who walked away from his faith to still spread the good news of a Savior's birth. And we'll get into that just a little bit. So the lyrics. We know, we just we sang it already. O holy night, the stars were brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees, O hear the angel voices. O night divine, O night when Christ was born. O night divine, O night, O night divine. But then there's other uh, um, uh, uh, lyrics that goes with that. Led by the light of faith, sincerely beaming, with glowing hearts by his candle we stand. So led by light of a star sweetly gleaming, here come the wise men from the Orient land. The king of kings lay thus in lowly manger, and all our trials born to be our friend. He knows our need to our weaknesses, no stranger. 
Behold your king, before him lowly bend. Behold your king, before him lowly bend. Truly he taught us to love one another. His, love, his law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we. Let all within us praise his holy name. Christ is the Lord, O oh, praise his, his name forever. His power and glory evermore proclaim. His power and glory evermore proclaim. So, did, you, did everybody know all of those verses to us? I didn't. Because we don't sing them, do we? We mainly just sing the, the, uh, the, the first one. O Holy Night had its origin in the mid-1800s in France, but the song stirred a lot of controversy in the church to the point where it was banned. When asked to pen a poem for his parish mass that Christmas composer, Placid Capri, thought about the birth of Jesus as cataloged in the Gospel of Luke as he wrote the lyrics. He enlisted the help of his Jewish friend, Adolf Charles Adams, to aid in the composition of the music. The song was initially titled Cantique de Noel, although the church in France initially accepted the carol propaganda and walked away from his faith, uh, or accepted the carol, Capri was later swayed by socialist propaganda and walked away from his faith. The church in France condemned the work due to this. Nevertheless, the lyrics and music made its way to America through the abolitionist John Sullivan Dwight. He charged some of his lyric, he changed some of the lyrics slightly. Dwight particularly identified with the third verse, which spoke about breaking the chains of slavery and seeing every man as our brother. Thanks to Dwight and the covert efforts of the lyrics being sung during Christmas in Europe, the song notoriously spread worldwide, rumored to have even been sung on Christmas Eve during the Franco-Persian uh, War, um, the meaning of O Holy Night. The song reflects on the night of Jesus' birth as cataloged in Luke chapter 2. Verses 4, so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And they were, there were shepherds lying in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. But the lyrics show us something else under the surface once we know the history of the song. That through a man, though a man lost his faith and a Jewish man who composed the music, that God's message can still shine through in the midst of all this. By using the vessel of the American abolitionist Dwight, God managed to help 
this, the spread of lyrics across the globe so that every Christmas when we listen to the lyrics to O Holy Night, we can reflect on the night of Jesus' birth. O Holy Night reminds us Jesus. Jesus was born in a manger, the Holy Jesus. Through his humble beginnings, we remember to love mankind through Jesus' example. We fall on our knees in awe and worship of him, and we recall the true meaning of Christmas. The birth uh, 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 of Jesus underneath brightly shining stars, the same stars that pointed to the Savior of the world on that beautiful holy night. Um, I think I'm going to just stop there. There's more that we could go here, but what I found really interesting about this is that in the midst of the attack, I think about when, when, when Jesus was born upon the earth, the attack that came against him, the enemy didn't know the plan that God had to work to bring mankind back to himself. He didn't see the plan. He didn't see how it was unfolding. But he, he knew that God's hand was on this child that was born. There was some special ado that was when this child came into the world. And, and, and thank God he didn't know because the Bible says had he known, uh, he never killed, crucified the king of glory. And uh, thank God. But God had that plan in motion even when man uh, sinned against uh, uh, God in the garden. But thank God it, it didn't succeed. Aren't you thankful that God had a plan to redeem us back to God himself? And so part of that plan was to what introduced there had to be a lamb that was perfect to be the sacrificial lamb to be, to, to bring, be brought into this world. So it couldn't be something from earth. It couldn't be something that was sin had tainted. It had to be fresh from heaven. And so that seed that was given from heaven, that was given, but he was born and raised up legally as a man. But he had what what's we see is just simply amazing is how that Jesus walked those 33 years on planet earth without committing sin. And because the Bible says he was tempted in all points like unto we are. He had those same things come along. But what kept him from doing it? Could have he? Absolutely. He had a choice. He had a will just like you and I did. But he knew that the mandate was greater than his own life. And so really he began to lay down his, whole, his own life for the very beginning that he, when he came onto the, the, to planet earth. And he walked that time and kept himself pure when when the time come for him to be for his blood to be shed for him to be the offering that was given up was pure and clean thank god he did that so when this happened upon the earth the enemy didn't know what was going on the enemy didn't know what was taking place but he knew there was something holy about this and so what happened uh, he was tried to take him out. We know that uh, um, Jesus, there was a mandate put out to to crucify, or to, to to get rid of him uh, as a child, even. But thank God they couldn't do it because God was watching over this because this was all part of the plan. And so it's it, it, there was a lot that went into that. And so when this song. Uh, when the composer wrote this song and, and talked about the, the power and the importance of this holy night, it truly was. It was holy in the respect of that it was, it was, 
It was holy from God. It was brought from God to the earth. It was this gift that was given to mankind that would be the seed planted in the earth that would change all of mankind. Now we know today uh, what's the, what has that given to us? Uh, what has Jesus given to us? Well, he's given to us the opportunity to accept him and what he's done. We know that when we go back to the garden that we've talked about this, we talk about this much around here, how that the lease that God gave man in the garden in the beginning um, upon the earth um, was a powerful lease. It was a lease over this earth. There was, God still owned it, but it was a lease given to man. And man's disobedience to, to, to God and obedience to the enemy, what happened? He in turn turned that lease over to Satan. And the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. Even, to, even right now, we see all the, the death and the destruction and the dying and the darkness that's upon the earth. It's, it's not because it's not God's fault. It's because that the leaser, the one that holds the lease on this earth, Satan himself, has caused a terrible thing upon the planet, this planet earth. And so here we are born into this world, born into this earth that has a curse on it, that has, that's under a, a, a cloak of darkness, so to speak. But in, in the middle of it, and, and, and I, I, I need to say this because it's, it's certainly worth, re, uh, worth uh, uh, speaking of, because I, I like to, to term it this way. Most of us know with the computer age that we live in what a default setting is. It's, it's the setting that's put in there from the beginning. And, um, and so the default setting is when every one of us are born into this earth that if we go all the way through earth and we don't make a change in our life, then uh, ultimately our ultimate destination will be hell. And that's not, that's not fire and brimstone. That's a fact because we're born into it because it's the heart of man that we're born into what we're born into. And so, but thank God in the midst of that, God gave us a will, every one of us to choose. And so in the midst of this thing called life, we can, we can stop and we can say, Jesus, I see what you did on the cross. I see that you came to the earth and you, you walked uh, sinless and you laid down your life. You allowed your blood to be shed for me. And you was that spotless lamb to cleanse me of my sins. I ask you, to come cleanse my sin and to live on the inside of me. And from that very moment when we do that, when we institute our will, our choosing, then it changes our very life, it changes our very heart on the inside. It, become, it, it changes our destination. And we're, we're able to do that simply by the, the making the choice of the will that we've been given. And, and the Bible says, some people say, well, why don't God just take care of that? Why don't he just do it? Because he can't. Because if he did, he would be overriding his free will, will that he gave mankind. He gave us all a free choice to do that. Because the Bible says that it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to everlasting life. And so it's our choice. It's, a, it's our choosing to say, Jesus, I see the work that you did for me. I ask you to come in and change my life. It's not something, it's not about church, it's not about religion, it's about a relationship with God. It's about the work that he did. It's about this, this holy night that Jesus was born upon the earth that changed everything. And I talk about, last Sunday I, I talked about, uh, you know, we talk about Jesus is the reason for the season, and I get that for sure. But how many of you know it's not about Jesus, it's about us. 
I'd like to stop there for a little bit because religious thinking all of a sudden kicks in. Oh my gosh, what did he just say? Jesus came to die for us. We was the one that was in need of a Savior. It's about us accepting the work that Jesus did. This was part of the plan of Jesus coming and and laying down his life freely for us. But the bigger part of the rest of this, the main part of this picture of coming to pass is us saying, yes, I see that you did that for me and I ask you to come in and change my heart. And from that very moment, a supernatural change takes place. It takes place in such a fashion that not only changes our heart and changes our life, I remember exactly the night that I gave my life to Jesus. I remember exactly the night that my will came in line with God's and I said, I, 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 I need some help here. I need a Savior. I ask you to come in. And it changed the total course and direction of my life. Thank God for that. But not only that, it changed my destination. It changed where I'll spend eternity. Jesus came to a place called earth so that we could go to a place called heaven. Aren't you thankful? And because of it, this, this uh, uh, great entrance of this seed, because Jesus is the seed that was sown into the earth, every t- to this day, every time that someone accepts him, that's a harvest on that seed. That's life coming out. The seed was buried, and it, it died, but it brought forth life, and is still bringing it today. Hallelujah. And so this special knife that could not be stopped by the enemy or mankind or anything was very holy, and because of it, we look back on it, and we rejoice, and we're thankful that the enemy couldn't stop that plan. We're so thankful that the Heavenly Father asked His Son Jesus to come into the earth to do that, to pay the price. We're very thankful that Jesus carried that out and was willing to do that. Not only that, we're so thankful that the Holy Spirit is the one that came upon the earth when Jesus departed to finish carrying out the work, and He's here today amongst us. So you, might, you may be here today, maybe you've never accepted Jesus, but I can guarantee you this, that the Holy Spirit will be there knocking on your heart's door, even at this very moment, to say, why don't you, why don't you accept him? Why don't you make, bring the completion of that holy night to pass in your life? Would you open your heart to me, is what the Holy Spirit is saying. And so when we choose to fall in line with that and say, yes, I give up on self, I give up on flesh, Jesus, I ask you to take the reins to my heart. Everything begins to change. Our outlook begins to change. Our future begins to change. Our our people around us, our very attitude and life begins to change. I think about the, 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 uh, the, the, the man that everywhere he looked, every time he went someplace, he, this, there was something that stunk. And, 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 and it was finally he just got, I mean, he'd go and be with these people and their attitudes and stuff. It seemed like he just stunk. And, and he went to work and his job just stunk and everything stunk. And he says, the whole world stinks. But what he didn't realize is he's the one that had Limburger cheese on his lip. He was the one that stunk. We all stink, and we need a Savior to clean us up. And so when we, when we do that, we ask him, he, he, he very willingly comes in. And so if we were to talk about, oh, 
and wish everybody a Merry Christmas and think, oh, isn't this wonderful about all the gifts and all the, the good, but it's a, what, what's really special this time of year is that holy night that changed everything that we celebrate. And we celebrate it because it has the ability, I said ability, to change everything in our lives. To complete that ability to make it a reality takes an action on our part. It's required action. We do all things, all kinds of things through life. We make, we make choices every day of our life. There'll be many choices that you and I make today. Some of them wise, maybe some of them not so wise, but I can tell you this, the wisest choice that you and I could ever make is accept him as our Lord and Savior. So if you would happen, like I said, if you would happen to be here today and, and you don't know Jesus, you've never accepted him as your Lord and Savior, I'm telling you, he's knocking at your heart's door. He's saying, allow me to come in. Let me help you in life. Let me help you in your destination. Let me help you in your family. Let me help you in your job. Let me help you in life, period. But yet so many times, if we're not careful by religious thinking and, and, and people, sometimes we, we, we go back to thinking, yeah, it's just it, it, it's about some church or it's about some religion or some denomination or something. No, it's about a relationship with the Father God. And I really believe that that's why you are here today is because most of you have a relationship with him. But I'm, I want to, like I said, I'm, I'm talking to those of you that may be here that don't know him. And, and our heart's cry is that this Christmas that you would make it a very holy night and accept what he's done for you and I. Amen. So let's do this. I'd like to, to do this. I want to pray. I want us to pray together. And I'd like in here every head bowed and every eye closed, if you would, right now, please, and no one looking around. If you're here today and you've never done that, you've never said, Jesus, come into my heart, uh, uh, change my life, just quickly, just where you're at, seated right there, just slip your hand up and say, that's me, Pastor. I want you to pray for me. I'm not going to call you out. I'm not going to do anything. But if that's you, if you know that Jesus is not your Lord, you don't know to this day, uh, uh, right now, that if this was your last day on planet Earth where you would spend eternity, then you're the one I'm, I'm talking about. If that's you, you've never accepted Jesus, just slip up your hand. And just that's, that's so I, I know. And if you're here today, maybe, and, and maybe you've accepted Jesus, but you know that you're not where you should be with the Lord. I'm not talking about you just, you know, said something that wasn't right, or, or maybe you're, you're just, uh, uh, you know, that you've done some things that's not proper and whatnot. But you know the direction of your life is not headed in the right direction. And you're just making the decision, you're, you're making the to, to say, this very day, I'm going to change my direction. I'm going to change that. If that's you here today, just slip up your hand and say, that's me, Pastor. Thank you. Hallelujah. If that's you and you know, okay, I've been going one way, but it's time to turn this around. I mean it, and I want it to be on Christmas Eve. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. The Holy Spirit, he's our helper. He works with us to help us into that place. All right, I'd like us to do this together. I'd like us to say this prayer together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this out loud and I'd like the whole congregation to repeat it. And if that was you in either one of those situations, I ask you just to pray that prayer and you mean it from your heart. You ready? Let's go. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your awesome love. Thank you for loving me even in times when I've been very unlovable. 
Thank you for being patient with me. And continuing your love to me. This day, I ask you to take the reins of my life and of my heart. Bring the change that needs to happen on the inside of me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for forgiving me. I receive that forgiveness right now. Christmas Eve 2023. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, if that was you and you meant it, then I'm telling you, God met you right where you were at. He met you in that prayer. He met you, and he'll work with you. What about the days ahead? Guess what? He'll be right there to help you. He'll be right there to guide you. He'll be right there to lead you. You're not on your own. Remember, Jesus, when he left planet Earth, he left the Holy Spirit to be our helper. And he'll help us in life. Sometimes I, I know right after I gave my life to the Lord, and I, I didn't know what to do, but he guided me, he helped me, and he led me where I needed to go. And I'm so thankful that he did. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for his help? It's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious special and important to him.